Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Diana Bawaras, award-winning and best-selling author, Fahrenheit, The Journey of Transformation, and The Light Within. Uh, you can find out more about me on my website, dianabawaras.com, as well as the, uh, download today's podcast and my past podcast. You can comment, comment, subscribe, and let me know what kind of a topic you wish me to cover, and I'll be more than happy to do it. Please follow me on iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, and Player FM. And today we have Joanne M. Turisma. She's Christian, born wife, a born-again Christian, a mother, a nurse by profession. She is also author of I Never Thought I Would Be a Statistic, in which... She shared her testimony of how she overcame an abusive relationship. And she's with us today. So welcome, Joanne Turisma. Could you please tell us what you have been since you've been last on my video show? We, I'm so happy to have you here. Right. Right. How are you? Fine, thank you. Thank you so much for having me today. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, if so, I recall correctly, the last time we met, it was about probably two, three years ago. We have a really good question. Oh, my God. Oh, I think it's just feedback. Okay. Okay. Is it better now? Yeah, just a little bit better. I don't know. We have some sound problem. I don't know. Okay. Okay. So, um, so I was um, I think it was about two, three years ago. And since then, I've been happy. Um, um, with being with We've been more active. And I'll talk about this. Okay, talk about this. You're trying to fix the. Sorry, I'm sorry. Are you trying to fix the sound? <laughs> no, I need some question. Okay, uh, can you tell us uh, how um, going through abusive and domestic violence relationships in your life, what you were able to accomplish with relationship? Since I left the relationship, because I started a lot of things called being abused to bring awareness and um, I also have visible, and I've been... Um, Going around, going around, you know, breaking along with the domestic violence, through um, um, activities and, and um, different sections. That's very good. That's very good. 
And you have been doing a lot of uh, events uh, inviting women to share stories and got involved with some kind of organization. And of course, you help somebody at you to find a safe place. With that experience, thank you so much for doing that. Tell us what kind of relationship you were able to establish with the community, with the police station. How did you do that? What kind of steps did you take? Um, uh, well, uh, um, in 2016, when we started doing this, we like community, um, you know, being involved, trying to bring awareness on the topic. And, um, and I wanted to go further than that, so um, I went uh, ahead and um, Yeah, 
what comes to you in um, your self-esteem and, and making and forgive yourself, you know, for being in the situation because, you know, we, we often blame ourselves very harshly because we feel like we could have made better choices. But like I mentioned earlier, we only human. Things happen. And um, in order to move forward, we need to forgive ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, can you share with us uh, the places where women can reach to you, talk to you, uh, phone numbers in New York? You're in New York. How they yeah. can get in touch with you? Can you share with us? We're doing one Always um, go on our website where they're going to find the different um, contact information. The website is www.bnd.com. And um, we also on Facebook and Instagram at Beyond Abuse. And our phone number right now is 516 256 9531. Five one six two five six nine five three one, and um, we can also be reached through email. The email um, address is info at beyondtheabuse.org, and um, yeah, that's the main resources. And um, I'm personally as well on Facebook and Instagram at Joanne M Charisma. So um, you know, I'll answer whatever messages. Once I get it, so it could also go through me. So this is your organization doing something about finding a place for the women to live? Because I think this is uh, the biggest problem. This is something that is keeping them uh, from leaving abusive and domestic violence relationships. They want to have safe place to um, live, especially when children are involved. Yeah, exactly. So, um, do you do something like placing them in safe um, safe home or something like this? Do you working on this or you have available? We try to work um, with, you know, different um, shelters in the neighborhood or many other um, women colleagues who also have different organizations in that instance. Because us personally, we don't have any um, shelters, right? So what we will do the one uh, um we will direct them to one of these people. Um, you know, after of course making sure the place is safe and everything and then um it's like giving them a referral kind of thing. And making sure they um they have a safe place to stay. Do you work only in New York or you're able to help somebody who lives in different states, for example? Um Mostly right now we are mainly um, active in New York, but if somebody happens to be in a different state, um, we will try still to help, but we'll have to make probably more research to make sure, you know, we actually find a contact in that specific location where we can... Um, your um, nonprofit organization is growing basically and it's making connections with other yes. organizations in other states. Yes. And you're trying to do your best to help as many women as possible and men, of course. Exactly. Yeah. 
so uh, you have written a book about your life. <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit about this book? And if people buy your book, uh, what they're going to be able to learn from it? Okay, so um, I published the, the book back in 2018, and um, it is called I Never Thought I Will Be a Statistic, and in which I share a little bit of my experience experience um being in an abusive marriage um when mostly in the book the book came out um as a way of expression for me first because um when i was going to therapy i realized that it was way more people than i thought that was going um to a situation similar to mine so i wanted to choose writing was the best way i could do it because I've never been a, a, a published person, so um, so I wrote the book, and um, and also I wanted to show people that it was possible that life after abuse was possible, and um, in the book was obviously I share a little bit my story, and um, and also try um, you know I I mentioned a couple of resources in there, and. Um, yeah, and, 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 you know, I have some poetry in it because I also write poetry. Wow. Um, and, yeah, and, and, and mostly it was, you know, a way of expression and mostly showing people that situation doesn't have to define your life and, and your life doesn't have to stop there. And you can, you can move on, you can flourish, and realizing whatever dreams you have for yourself you just have to be willing to put in the work which is i'm i'm not gonna lie which is very hard <laughs> so working on myself it's um you know it's a day-by-day -day process but it's not impossible yeah absolutely if you want something so much and if you want your freedom which is the most amazing feeling that's what we live for for our freedom then you'll be able to accomplish anything you put your mind onto it and even more. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, what are your future plans for the organization? What are you doing right now? What uh, kind of uh, events you're planning? Uh, can you share with us, please? Yeah, I could share a little bit. Um, mostly right now we're growing in um, – Look numbers and um, and trying to establish more contact in different locations. Um, we we working. Of course, we have like our main event that we always have every year. We have um, you know book fair every. We've been having it. This is going to be our third year, so we're working on that currently. We um, we have the. Um, domestic violence event in November, in October, sorry. And um, but in the in between, we having um, small group sessions, um, and um, empowerment session. We also started a group support where people can come and a safe, you know, it's a safe place where people can come and express um, their feelings themselves. And you know, we try has to be there for them as much as possible answering the questions. And um, we have um, one of our members is currently is living in um, 
British Columbia, which is in Canada. So we we try to even expand ourselves um, beyond the state, which I'm very excited about. Um, and um, yeah, mostly that's the that's the main thing that we're working on um, right now. And we we we're planning an event for March, but I want to have more detail. I'll make sure. <laughs> not knowing what to do and they're still facing this abuse and domestic violence, how they'll be able to empower themselves, what kind of advice would be able to give to them, so to give them the power to leave this toxic relationship and to believe in themselves? I will say something because, um, you know, once you your mind is the most powerful that you can preserve, especially when you're in a situation like that. And and like I mentioned earlier, with quarantine and COVID, everything is so much harder. So, um, you know, try to find different activities where they can keep themselves busy. And um, if they can um, reach out to other women, which might be harder, and I, which probably harder now because we have to do, um, we have to practice social distancing and, um, you know, I know it must be very hard, but in case they really can't not live right now, it's, um, I would say most likely keep themselves busy. If it's through writing, um, reading, um, you know, reach out to people that make, I mean, safely, of course, not to do nothing that's going to put their life into danger, but, um, most likely have to be creative and work with what you have. And, and it's just tough. It's a very tough situation right now, I have to admit. And um, I know it's very hard. So that's mostly what I would say to them. I'm receiving this uh, question. Uh, what if women are having problem with drama bond? And uh, so, yeah, what is your advice what is the best approach when it comes to these uh, obstacles? Everyone what's the, what's the question? Drama bond. You are missing drama bond? Yeah. They're missing the the person who was hurting them so much and they kind of cannot detach from them. So this is the most, uh, you know, common question women are uh, mentioning in groups and I stumbled upon. What exactly is your advice? What what I say to this is um, it still comes to your mind, right? Your mind playing tricks on you. And, of course, I always say to um, everybody, it's easier to stick with what you know, but that doesn't mean it's good for you. It's just a matter. You have to realize it's a matter of habit, right? You had um, you had a routine with the person. I know for me, um when it first happened, it was really hard. For some time, I even had um, to stop going to the supermarket because I would go to the supermarket and I would just stand there and, and, and literally start crying because I would be like, I don't know what to buy. <laughs> because um, most of the meal I was cooking was for that person. And then now I had um, that sense of loss, loss 
he had been, and, and, and that only showed me that I had to work on myself because um, I, I had lost my identity. I didn't know who I was anymore without that person. And that's the part, I guess, um, you know, if people probably might think that it, it gets easier after, but it's a real struggle, and it's harder because it's an invisible struggle. People, they don't see what you're going through, and they're not going to understand if they've never been in a situation. And, of course, every situation is different. So um, you just got to find strength in, you know, anything and everything. Like, um, my main source of strength was um, my son because I really did not want him um, to grow and think that situations like this were okay. And, and having him to reproduce the same situation. And, of course, um, even when I would be very depressed, I still had to get up and go to work because I had to shoot him. So I did not have a luxury to kind of, um, you know, just lay there and sit here and, and then just look at him. So I had to kind of, like, you know, get up. Even if I, um, I was doing it just because I had to do it and not because I really felt like doing it. But of course, um, you know, day by day, little by little, establish a different routine and and you know, and you realize each day is like, Oh, I did yesterday, maybe I can do today and and and, and of course be easy on yourself and if you have to cry, you know, cry because we like I said, we we human and um Sometimes we had just have to let the emotion out, and um, and but it it is important to make sure you have a a, a, um, a group of people, you know, even if they're never really gonna understand, but even if to um, having that person to call and express what you go through, that person doesn't have to necessarily be in the same city. Like for myself, um, a lot of my close relatives and friends in New York. But it's good to know that you have people that um, that there for you, and they're willing to go the extra miles. And you know, you can call them, and um, you can vent. You know, and they're not gonna go around and tell everybody your story because um, a survivor feeling safe is a very important thing even afterwards, right? Yeah. So, um, but of course it's going to be hard. Of course, like, we're going to miss the person. And, 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 and a lot of women, and personally I did it, you leave and then you go back because like I mentioned earlier, it's just easier to, to stick with what you know. You just say, okay, maybe this time I'll have a better plan. Maybe I'll be more quiet. Maybe I'll be... Um, more submissive or anything that you feel like you can come up with, but actually really change is yourself. You have no power over somebody else's um, decision and um, in life, you know, you can't force them to do anything unless they really want to do it. So that's the thing that you have to really remember and focus on and, and you know, find wherever you can find it and keep moving forward. Of course, it will get easier with time, but um, it will take time. Absolutely, absolutely. The only 
power you have is over yourself. You cannot change the other person. And if they don't see an issue in the way they're treating you, there's no way for anything to change, even can get worse. And from what I'm, uh, from my experience, from what I was able to do, uh, in groups, it looks like that uh, most of the time the women, when they go back, then uh, the things get even worse. So uh, I definitely don't suggest this to happen because you're basically showing that.